Thank you for tuning in to our season finale of Where the Leaves Fall Purple. Before we start, I want to give a big thank you to Ticket Owl for sponsoring this episode. Ticket Owl is a great platform if you have an event you're hosting and looking for an easy and cost-effective way to get the tickets in the hands of your audience. Ticket Owl is actually free to use for event partners. It's easy to set up and manage your event with their simple, intuitive design, and they provide human-to-human support. Visit www.ticketowl.io for more information and to start selling your event tickets today. Ticket Owl, your trusted ticketing partner. Now, without further ado, we bring you The Story of Ben Miller, Part 2. Show me yours, I'll show you mine. Blinded by an alibi. Take control, don't need daylight. Just hide from all the lies falling from the sky. I told you one too many times to never trust who's by your side. Watch your back for the night Blinded by an alibi Ben's dead. No, that can't be. Ben's not. I know. I thought you'd found out by now. Isn't that why you're calling, Janie? What did you... What did you do with him? I can't believe this. We could just leave him here. He's the one who fell. Ezra saw it. He fell. And have people wonder why Ben Miller was running through Hawks Park in the dark? A lot of people didn't like him, but we did, right? It's not gonna look like that. Especially with that murder board of all of us in his room. We're gonna have to get rid of him. We could say we found him like this. That we were worried because he obviously snapped and then... We don't know. Oh, because that worked so well the last time. Yeah, and so did moving the body. If you and Janie would have stuck to my plan... None of this would have happened. He went crazy because you two wanted to give him closure. How's this for closure? The whole school turned on him. Daniel's mom called him out. And then Janie broke him. He needed to know. Daniel's family needed to know. How were any of us supposed to know this would happen? Shut up. Both of you. Okay, whoa, Ezra. Oh, don't whoa, Ezra, me. I've had enough of this shit. Hey, are you okay? I'm fine. That's what you want me to say right now, right? That's what I'm supposed to say. One of the best friends I've ever had is bleeding out all over this goddamn forest because all of you fucked up. I got involved because I thought what Ben doesn't know won't hurt him. And I was right. People can't know things. People can't keep secrets. Breathe, Ezra. Please, don't tell me how to be okay with this. I will never be okay with this. And the sick part is, in the back of my brain, I'm already trying to figure out how to move on and live with that. You two already did this once, so show me how to live with it. Veronica, please. I I don't know. I don't know because I'm not okay. And Janie's gone and Ben's... We need to leave. All of us. What about Ben? How do we explain it this time? I, I don't. I don't have a plan. The sun will be coming up soon. We need to go. Where's your car? Go where? Are we going to leave Ben here? No, we can't. Do you still have those blankets in the back? We can make a stretcher and carry him out. We'll lay him in the back of White's car and I'll... I'll take him somewhere. Where? While you two were spinning in circles, I was... Thinking. 
I have a plan. And what is it? I can't tell you that. Why not? All you need to know is that I need to get Ben out of here. How are you going to get Ben wherever you're going on your own? We can't mess this up. We need to know Ezra. We are in this mess because everyone had to know everything. If you don't know what I'm doing, you'll be telling the truth if anyone comes asking. I don't know, Ezra. No one knows. That's the point. But if we don't do something fast, something way worse is going to happen. So go get those blankets. Now. No one else touches Ben. I don't want anyone else's DNA all over him. Who are you and what have you done with Ezra? Don't start. Just move! (sighs) (sighs) Careful. He's... Just careful putting him in the car. I've got him from here. It's okay, Ben. I've got you. He looks so peaceful. Almost like he's just sleeping. He he really does, doesn't he? Not the Miller who was always driving me up the wall with his fun facts and crazy schemes. I guess he finally gets to rest after these two weeks. Are you sure you're going to be okay driving with him alone? One last road trip with my little buddy. I can come with you. Or I could do it. It'll be easier with two. No, this is between Ben and me. Our little secret. It's okay. No, it's not. How do we say goodbye to someone who shouldn't even be gone? I can't lose another friend this week. Janie's gone and Ben's... Ben didn't deserve this. Not like Daniel. Maybe we should say something. He's gone. He won't hear it. Maybe he will. Tell him. You might regret not saying it if you don't. I I wish I'd been nicer to Miller. Maybe if we'd support his podcast sooner, help him with Janie, or... Maybe. But maybe not. We'll never know now. But I wish Ben would know I'm so sorry. I never wanted to get between him and Janie, and this time I... I really thought I was helping him. We all did. I want Ben to know that we love him, and he was and will always be part of our group. No matter where he is, where we all are. What do we tell Janie? I, I don't think she'll survive this. We don't. She'll find out eventually. We'll make sure she does it for as long as we can. Some secrets can't hurt us. Right, Ezra? Right. Sometimes secrets are the only thing keeping us alive. I'll be back in a few hours. You two go back to my place and take down that board. Okay? Please be safe. I'll be fine. Ben was never really wrong about anyone he put up there. You never quite got it right either. Just so close. This really is a nice picture of him and Janie. Before they met all of us. Guess we really were the problem. I don't want to be the person in my photo on this board anymore. Me either. What does that mean for all of us? I I want to forget, but... We'll always remind each other. But I can't lose anyone else. I, I, I don't have anyone else. I think... We need to remember. It's easy to forget, but if we really want to change, we need to remember why. 
What about you and Ezra? Janie and I interrupted something. I just want to get through today. But I know he's part of tomorrow. We're not going to leave you behind. Can you, uh, can you just give me a moment? I just, I, I want some time with... With Ben. Yeah. Before we get rid of all of this. Of him. Just yell if you need me. How did it go? It's done. Hey, I've got you. Where did you... Please don't ask. I told you, you can't know. It's me. That's why I can't tell you. I need you to trust me if you love me. I do. Which is why I've been thinking. I should be the one to take the fall for this. If it comes down to it. I mean, I could say Ben broke me. He had that on recording. I don't have to say I did it all, but if they find him... They won't. If Ben suspected you, it's only a matter of time before the police do. Then let them. Daniel and I were fighting. Then there was Skylar. I'm a believable suspect. I promised Janie I'd keep you all safe, and I've done a shit job of that tonight. You can't always have the weight of the world on your shoulders. And I need you to be here with me when I do the worst fucking thing I've ever done. I need you to keep telling me we're doing the right thing. Make me believe it, too. What do you mean? Where's Veronica? I was giving her some space. Can you, um... I'll get her. Thanks. That was the third and final time I'd sit down to make a plan. The second time in that room. Right. Like when Ben told us his plan for me to go missing. Yeah, but Miller's plan? (sighs) Yeah, Miller's plan had nothing on this. That's for sure. This is going to be a good day, Garcia. We're finally going to find Janie. Sure. But we're going to solve the biggest thing to happen in Dodgewood. People will be talking about this for years. Maybe they'll make a movie. But what if we're wrong? I'm never wrong. Not when it comes to these things. Plus, the evidence doesn't lie. But what if there's more evidence? What's with the cold feet? Something feels wrong. I mean, they're just kids. They're adults, Garcia. Capable of making terrible choices. Doing bad things. If we don't do something soon, people will start thinking we can't do our jobs. Like Inspector Hayes? Gentlemen, and Garcia, thanks for coming in. In just a couple hours, the biggest thing to happen in your careers is about to go down. We have a killer to catch. The police are going to look for someone to blame for this. It's already bigger than all of us. I've been thinking about it, and I'm the only one here who has an alibi for almost everything. Even if that alibi was Ben. Except for the car. Yeah, but I have one for the cabin. And when Daniel's body was found, I was with the police. Before that, the gym would have had footage of me watching the volleyball practice. And I was with Frida before all that. I have access to all of Ben's files to prove it. I have access to all of Ben. Everything he's ever said that he recorded, released or not. 
Where are you going with this? Someone is going down for this, whether we like it or not. Veronica, remember what Ben said at the beginning, when you, Janie, and I were all sitting in our living room? He wanted Janie to go missing? And, if anything went wrong, he takes the fall. What are you saying? It was all Ben's fault. That's what we tell people. Or, more specifically, that's what we let Ben tell people. The recordings. You want us to manipulate them? So we frame Ben? Isn't that the one thing we weren't going to do? And if they find Ben's body, then they'll ask more questions. And they'll keep looking for Janie's body, which we don't have. We give them enough of a confession that says everything and nothing. And maybe it won't be perfect, but... But it's better than what comes next if we don't. I've even got lines from Janie from that film that I didn't use. Of her screaming for help and pleading and... Well, we can make it convincing. What about Ben's family? I know you think knowing is better, but sometimes there's hope in not knowing the details. This gives Ben's podcast the best damn ending we can give it. We give it a cliffhanger no one expects. We keep people talking. Ben Miller won't be a nobody ever again. That's what he always wanted. And it's the only thing we have left that we can all do for him now. This feels wrong. Do you really think this is going to work? I don't know. But I do know that it's the only thing I can think of to maybe put an end to this. We have a lot to go through in a short period of time. Go through Ben's phone, his recorder, his laptop, my phone, my laptop, whatever it takes. It's our turn to tell a good story. A good story? What did Ezra mean? We worked for hours. I listened to so much of Ben. I could hear his passion, his fear, his anger, his joy, his love. And we used it all against him. Nothing was sacred. Nothing could be, or we'd never have finished. And then, with the click of a few buttons, it was gone. There. That's the only thing left of Ben's work. You wiped all the files? Yeah. Except these three drives. One for each of us. So we can all remember Ben as he was, not as we made him. What if someone finds them? Well, we're good at hiding things. This is just another secret. What if people don't buy it? It sounds like Ben, but it... It also doesn't. Yeah, it's because Ben would never say these things. He would never hurt anyone. Not like that. But they don't know him. Not like we did. <sighs> Ready? Yeah. Play it. Hello, listeners of Miller's Murder and Mystery Hour. This is a different kind of episode. It's something I haven't been ready to really talk about. I need to be honest and open with you all. I think the time has come for me to tell the truth. Nothing happens in Dodgewood until you make it happen. Nothing happens in your life until you really go for it. I wanted you all to listen. And you have. So here's how our story ends. The confession. I killed Daniel. Surprised. I haven't shied away from how I felt about Daniel. He wasn't a good person. He was abusive. A bully. And some may say pure evil. 
I told the truth about him. You even heard Frida's story, and I know he did the same things to Janie. Maybe by now you think he deserved it too. He had to go. Now here's the moment you've all been waiting for. How I did it. I proposed Janie going missing to get them both away from Dodgewood. Ezra had told me where his cabin was before. He didn't know that I'd kept that piece of information close to my chest. With it, I crafted the perfect case. One that only I could solve. It was the perfect cover. You know, one thing about being a loser is that no one really ever pays attention to you. It wasn't hard to slip away. I went up to the cabin. I got there as Daniel was fighting Janie, trying to start something. I decided that's when it was going to end. He stormed out of the cabin. I followed. He was by the fire shed. I grabbed a piece of firewood and I swung over and over. He never saw it coming. <laughs> then I burned the log to get rid of the evidence. But you're probably wondering, what about Janie? Well, she helped me get him away from the cabin and put him in Hawks Park. Not because she wanted to, but because I was persuasive. Janie. She's the reason I started this. I did this for us. I thought getting her abusive boyfriend out of the picture would finally make her see that this was always about us. That I really loved her. And then she'd see that she loved me. But she didn't want it like I did. And that was the wrong choice. I continued to tell a good story to cover my tracks while I decided what to do. But it's not just a story. Life isn't a fairy tale. We don't always get a happy ending. And tonight, I made my decision. By the time you hear this, Janie Melnick will be dead. And so will I. That way we will be together forever. That's how it was meant to be. Maybe wherever we end up, she'll finally see that. Don't bother coming looking. You won't find us. I'll make sure of that. That way you'll never stop talking. Nothing happens in Dodgewood until it does. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to Miller's Murder and Mystery Hour. This is Ben Miller, signing off one last time. So, Mr. Princeton, Jasper, this is what I found on my roommate's laptop. He didn't come home, and I was worried. So I looked, and I didn't know. I didn't know I was helping him with- Whoa, kid. Am I the first person hearing this? Yeah. I didn't know what to do, but I remember you told me to call you if I needed anything, so... I thought you should hear it before I went to the police. You made the right call. Do you know where Ben is now? No. And I'm scared for him. If the recording is true, he might be... It's gonna be okay. 
Is there someone you want me to call? Maybe we should call your parents. I don't want anyone to know yet. Let's get you down to the station. Am I going to get in trouble? I'm here to make sure that you don't. Has he done it? I haven't gotten a text yet. Where are we going to put all this murder board stuff? I don't know. Shred it? Dump it? Burn it, maybe? Get down. What? Get down. Look, the police are here. Just like the Dodgewood PD to be two steps behind. Garcia, do I have backup on standby? We're on the ground waiting for you. Perfect. Ben Miller, this is the police. Come out with your hands up. Ben Miller, this is Detective Wright of the Dodgewood PD. You have 10 seconds to exit this apartment with your hands above your head. One. Two. Three. Four. Five. For God's sakes, Ben! Excuse me, officer. Detective. Detective Wright. And you are? Gina Melendez. I live right below here. Are you... Looking for the boys in this apartment? I'm looking for Ben Miller, yeah. I haven't seen him, but he's not in there. It's too quiet for them. And you just missed Ezra. I passed him on my way home from my shift to the hospital. Is Ben all right? I had to help Ezra get in after he locked him out yesterday. Something weird is going on with those boys. Detective Wright, do you copy? A little busy here, Garcia. I just got a call from the station. Esther and his lawyer are waiting for us. They have something we need to hear. So, Ezra went to the police station. He played the cops the tape we'd made and told Detective Wright and Officer Garcia everything. Or, at least everything we'd rehearsed. That Ben did it. Yeah. And they bought it. How long have you known? This morning. And this was on Ben's laptop? Yeah. Garcia, get ready as many men as you can round up. We need to find Ben Miller as soon as possible. Most likely deceased. Yes, sir. And my client has full immunity in return for this file. And we'll need access to the apartment and all electronics inside. I'm going to need your cell phone, Ezra. Sure. Anything you need. I also... I have Ben's phone. He left it behind, but... He wiped it, so I don't know if you'll get anything. I just take it. You've been a big help, kid. You did the right thing. Yeah. Thanks. How'd it go? Did they... Are you... (sighs) It's... uh, It's done. They're going to my place. They're going to tear it apart. And they're going to take everything that was his. He'll be gone. It's over. I think it's just the start. You can stay with me as long as you want. Both of you. It was our home. Nothing was supposed to happen in Dodgewood. I've been up so long, part of me hopes my brain has made up one bad dream. Let's go. Get some sleep. It won't make this better, but maybe I'll finally feel something. Come on. Wait, turn on the TV. They're doing the press conference. Maybe we should just leave it off. No, I want to see it. Two days ago, we discovered a confession to the murder of Daniel Loggins and Janie Malnick, recorded by Benjamin Edmund Miller, the host of the popular podcast Miller's Murder and 
Mystery Hour. We discovered through eyewitness testimony that he had Daniel Logan's cell phone in his possession at some point. Upon going through his apartment, we found evidence of Miller's fascination with Janie Melnick, which led him to perpetrating the crime. We are still looking for Miller and Melnick, but both are presumed to be deceased. They said his podcast was popular. <laughs> you would have loved that. Yeah. After all this, I guess he at least got what he wanted. Something to show for his time here. What happened after? The police basically closed the case, quietly. They didn't want to admit that Ben had bested them. Since they couldn't find him, Detective Wright wanted to say he figured it out before backup came. He actually got promoted. So did Garcia. And the town thought of them as heroes. The press kept bombarding us, but mostly Ezra. He had to leave town for a few weeks. And that's when Wyatt and I came to you. I've never dyed my hair before. Are you too sure it looks okay? You look great. I think it suits you. Is Ben still mad at me? Oh. Uh, no, not mad. But I, I think he still wants to keep his distance. Oh. Right. I'm sure it's only a matter of time. Yeah. Here, I brought you back the picture. The one you put in Ben's room. Ben didn't want it? Oh, I, we made a copy. Just in case. <laughs> I really miss him. <laughs> yeah. Surprisingly, we do too. What? Oh, I, I mean, we all miss you too. Now, here's that passport, driver's license, money, new phone, and all the documents you'll need. My brother's guy came through. I'm Julia Swift. It's a nice name. I guess. Will you both still come visit me? Of course. And maybe bring Ezra? And Ben if he, um, you know. Yeah. Um, you won't be alone. Okay? We're always a call away. You mean when you lied to me? Not just about Ben, but you weren't a call away. Not for much longer, anyway. I'm sorry, okay? Things just fell apart. Dodgewood was never the same. None of us were. What happened to all of you? The rest of the school year was really hard. When the police let Ezra back into the apartment, he really wanted to stay there but he couldn't sleep whenever he was in it. So, after a bunch of convincing and basically all except a medical intervention, he moved in with Wyatt. But he also had this tendency to just disappear for a couple days. Wyatt figured out he was always going to the same place based on the mileage on the car, but he never figured out where. Or at least, I never did. It was one of the few odd behaviors he picked up until being back on campus became too much for Ezra. He moved back in with his parents, which I don't think was exactly by choice. And he didn't graduate. To keep himself sane back home, he started taking photos. He used that camera you gave him mostly. He created an exhibit about all of us. Actually, mostly about Ben. He called it pre-purple. It did really well, for all the wrong reasons. People wanted insight into the early days of a killer. And they saw one, just not the person they were staring at. Because Ben was the only person in that exhibition who didn't really, you know. Wyatt stopped playing volleyball. He couldn't really take the whole team mentality they adopted, which was do it for Daniel. And when Wyatt stepped away, I think everyone understood. But they just thought Wyatt lost his closest friend and the shock was too much. 
And I guess they were partly right. But when Ezra moved, it did free up time for Wyatt to visit him. Wyatt didn't stop acting, though. He played Hamlet in the spring production, and there wasn't a dry eye in the house by the end. It put him on people's radars. He got asked to audition for some bigger shows. It started locally, and then theater in bigger cities, until he booked a national revival of Hairspray as Link. That's when we kind of lost touch. I came to see it when it stopped a few cities over, but he had an understudy performing for him. It was apparently a personal emergency. I hadn't seen him for a year. Not since him and Ezra got married. They got married? Why did no one tell me? It wasn't much of a wedding. It was really small. It was basically an elopement. I was their witness. That doesn't sound like Ezra. Hyatt's always hated parties that make a fuss about him. Or so he says. But the wedding didn't feel like it should have. They were happy, but there was this sense of urgency looming over everything. Like they were scared that if one day all this came out, they would lose each other. So they pulled the trigger. You can't testify against your spouse. Not that it was ever going to come to that. So the wedding was nice for what it was, but I could tell it wasn't the happy occasion either of them really wanted. Right after that, Wyatt started his tour. Ezra went quiet. Like, really quiet. After Ben, he lost a lot of the joy he put on. He still said everything was fine, but it was harder to believe it. Wyatt wanted to move on from it, start living again. But I think he's the only one that pulled Ezra through it. And Ezra's the only one who kept Wyatt feeling like he's doing the right thing. To keep him grounded and remind him of who he is. So, I think they're still a good match. What about you? You stopped calling and texting? Stopped communicating? I had to. People were getting too close. I was worried they'd put two and two together. The whole town was buzzing for the next year and a half about the most exciting thing that's ever happened in Dodgewood. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, I was dying here without you. Nothing was the same. I had to stick out another year and a half until I could get out, too. I threw myself into making elaborate sets and costumes and props. I, I just had to keep busy. And then I graduated, and I still couldn't keep still. I wanted to run right back to you, but I had to stop looking back. So, I went to law school. I work for a pro bono firm that helps victims of abuse. People like you. Do you think I should have stayed and faced it? I've seen both sides, and I don't. You don't always get a happy ending. Bad people get away, and good people get hurt. But more often than not, we're just living in the middle. There's not always an easy right or wrong, and we have to find a way to live by that. It's not easy living as someone you aren't. Especially someone that doesn't technically exist. I can't do anything in the public eye. I can't act. I can't keep friends. I can't keep relationships because someone someday will find out. I just don't know if I can keep running away. Then start running towards something else. I know you're here in Dodge with Janie. You're at that payphone. I'm the one who taught you where it is. You and I both know I couldn't stay away forever. I'm at my aunt's house looking after her place while she's visiting my brother. Come over. We have a lot of catching up to do. Just... You can't get caught. You've got everyone talking again. This is risky. And it's not just about you, either. I know. This is about all of us. I'll see you soon.
You just can't stop lying, can you, Janie? Fiction is the lie through which we tell the truth. Where have I heard that before? I didn't lie, Ben. I just told a good story. And most of it's true. I just filled in a couple blanks. Between what I saw, what everyone else told me, and what was on that memory stick someone sent me. Now I know the truth about what happened to you, though. Or what they think is the truth. Only one of them really knows. Ezra really was always on my side. Why didn't you tell me any of it yourself? When you caught up with me... We never really talked about it. We agreed that we wanted to move on. Wanted to? Tried to when we... Couldn't. Five years is a long time to keep running. <sighs> we caught him talking again. Like we wanted. Now the world knows the story of Janie Melnick. And now they know the story of Ben Miller. Not that monster they made you, but who you really are. Were. I'm not that person anymore. Ben. Why didn't you tell Veronica? What, about you? Us? Why we're back? All of it. We found them, and we got answers. That's what we set out to do. You know that's just the start. People are talking again, so there's no stopping this. I don't know if I'm ready for another exciting thing to happen in Dodgewood. Janie, we can't keep running. <sighs> I know, Ben. I know. You're the one who made me promise. When we lose ourselves, we have to go back to where the leaves fall purple. Thank you for listening to episode 12 of Where the Leaves Fall Purple. My name is Kimberly Billington, and I am the creator and showrunner of this audio drama. And I'm Ashley Burns. I'm a producer on the show. And I'm Corey Hendricks, the voice of Ben Miller. All three of us wanted to hop on here for our very last credits of the season. And we have a lot of people who worked on this show to thank. First off, Where the Leaves Fall Purple is presented by Beautiful Happy Productions. We're the first project in their media portfolio, and we want to say thank you for taking a chance on this show and uplifting our voices. Executive producers on the show are myself, Kimberly Bolton, and Jamila Joy DeJesus. I want to give a special thank you to JJ for taking this leap of faith, having never heard an audio drama before, and just believing in me to tell a good story. And I think together we did. Thank you for your generosity and kindness. We owe you a lot. I also owe a lot to Ashley Burns. She started out as an assistant producer on the show, and I would constantly come to her, no matter what time of the night, with the ideas that I had or things I wanted to try, and she was always there to listen. And eventually, she became a producer in the second half of the series. I also have to give a big shout-out to Corey Hendricks, who not only killed it on the mic, but behind the scenes, as he jumped on as an assistant producer for these last two episodes, and his insights were super valuable. Our sound design and audio engineering was done by the incredible Tyler Gillis at Aftertouch Audio. Tyler's one of the most talented people we know when it comes to sound, and it's with his expertise we've been able to bring Dodgewood to life. He's instrumental to the show, and I can't praise him enough. Visit www.aftertouchaudio.com for more of the awesome stuff Tyler and his team does. On the story side, throughout the series, Kimberly has done the story editing, lining up dialogue, with help sorting of thousands of audio files before she even starts from Ashley. Where the Leaves Fall Purple, Episode 12, The Story of Ben Miller, Part 2, was written and directed by Kimberly Billington. An assistant director was Ashley Burns. In this episode, you heard the voice talents of... Corey Hendricks as Ben Miller. Kimberly Billington as Janie Melnick. Ashley Burns as Veronica Barrow. Aaron Johnson as Ezra Hansen. 
Godfrey Cook as Wyatt Perth, Matt Brown as Detective Wright, Jamila Joy DeJesus as Officer Garcia, Mitchell A. Brown as Jasper Princeton, and Deanna MacArthur as Mrs. Melendez. There's one person who's been credited as additional voices all series, but they've been much more than that. You may have already caught on that Kyle Billington has provided the voice of our caller since episode one. We discovered I had a very easily distinguishable voice, but my brother didn't. So thanks to him and some technology on Tyler's part, we had a very convincing caller. So here's to credit where credit's due. Thanks, Kyle. Our theme song was written and performed by Zoe Marie Welch. It was one of the first parts of Where the Leaves Fall Purple that came together right after we got the green light. Check out Zoe's other songs on your favorite music streaming platforms. Where the Leaves Fall Purple has been supported by UBCP Actra's ultra-low-budget program. Thank you again to the sponsor of this episode, Ticket Owl, for supporting the arts in their community. Visit www.ticketowl.io for more information and to utilize their services. Thank you as well to Nice Tees in Kelowna for being an in-kind sponsor. If you're looking for custom tea work in the Okanagan, you can check them out at nice-tees.com. Now it's time for some more big thank yous that we need to make. First of all, to everyone who's listened to the show all over the world. We recorded this in a makeshift audio booth in my family's basement, in a city where sometimes it feels like nothing really happens, until it does. A big thank you to Chris and Gail Billington, who let us invade their basement for the past year and a half. Thank you to every actor and crew member involved. We're a big team. It's been a roller coaster to get here, and we're so lucky to have each and every person involved sharing their talents with us. Thank you to all the community support, to the conventions and events who invited us and welcomed us, to the people who have and continue to spread the word, to anyone who ever responded to one of our casting calls, to Mount Bushry Secondary who let their English classes learn about the show, and to all the local media outlets who helped spread the word. We're blown away. And we should add the community support of other audio dramas. Thank you for welcoming our show into your space, uplifting our voices, and cheering us on. That brings us back to anyone who's ever shared the show online or told a friend. Anyone who has reviewed or rated us. Anyone who's ever clicked on an episode. And especially to our Patreon supporters. This chapter might be over, but we still have a lot more fun to come. We're adding deleted scenes, behind-the-scenes content, and bloopers to our Patreon. We have a lot of bloopers. Trust me. We'll be re-uploading our episodes weekly to YouTube starting soon, so you can re-listen along with us there. We also have an awesome trailer that was shot by Bowen O'Brien that you'll be able to watch soon. And as always, you can find us at our website, www.wtlfp.com and across social media. We're at WTLFP underscore podcast on Twitter and at where the leaves fall purple everywhere else. We'll keep posting and give you updates there. I couldn't imagine two years ago when I started this journey what this would become. The story we would tell, the people we would meet, and the places it would go. I want to give a special thank you to these two people in the booth with me right now. Ashley, who's been by my side since day one, and Corey, who joined on a little later and saved our project. I also need to give a big thank you to two people who aren't currently in the booth with us right now, but were for many, many months. To Aaron and Godfrey. We made it happen. We all did. And we'll always have where the leaves fall purple. Thank you all for listening. We love you. Go tell a good story. Make memories. But be safe. Bye-bye for now. now.